Hey, Shravya, do you like my costume? I mean, it's certainly eclectic. Uh, what's with the eyeball and the feathers? Here, let me give you a hint. Out. Wait a second. You're kidding me right now. Are you dressed up as Hawkeye? <laughs> yep, the one and only. I guess it's certainly a uh, unique costume. Sure, but maybe after I make it popular, it'll be very in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hold On To Your Racket, the podcast for Gen Z tennis fans. We're your hosts, Josefina and Shravya. Shravya and I are so excited to be creating this podcast and sharing our love for tennis with you all. Josefina and I are two high school gals and tennis fanatics, united together by our on-the-court and off-the-court companionship. And we're the young female voices in modern-day tennis you've been looking for, so we hope you enjoy this episode and stay tuned for more. What's up, Hold On To Your Racket fans? We're back and it's October 28th. As you can see by the date, Halloween is coming soon and fast. So we want to get in the holiday spirit with some Halloween tennis fun, but first... We have to get down with the business. We have some quick hot headlines, some tennis talk, just to give you the news, the little recap of the week and a half that we haven't had any episodes. So starting with, we're very sorry to report that we have not found Sam Query yet. We're on the lookout, but no news as of now. So getting on to what we actually have updates on, first up we have Kiki Burton's just underwent surgery. She had an injured Achilles. She won't be playing the Australian Open to give her time to recover, and we wish her all the best in recovery. And on the ATP side, Novak Djokovic has pretty much clinched the year-end number one today with a tough win versus Borna Cioric in Vienna. He has tied Pete Sampras's record for six years for ending on a year-end world number one. The only chance for him not to get that year-end number one is if Rafael Nadal plays the Sofia Open, which is unlikely. He's not enrolled in it right now, and he would um, have to receive a wild card. And if he, I believe if he wins that tournament, since it's not as uh, big of a points tournament. So, um, you know, another big win versus George and another record broken. So great news for Novak Djokovic fans. And moving on with the tennis dealing news directly, Ugo Humbert beats fellow youngster Alex Demenor to take the title in Antwerp. He won the U- the European Open. That was the name of the Open that was happening in Antwerp. And... I mean, we've been keeping an eye out for him in the tennis world for, like, a while now, I think, from a couple of tournaments ago. He's a very underrated next-gen player, and his ranking is nearing the top 30, so he's really climbing in the rankings, especially after that. And he is one of the only seven ATP players to have won more than one title in 2020. He also won Auckland earlier this year. And just fun fact, he's an avid piano player so I mean he's well-rounded I guess and continuing with that tennis news Alexander Zverev takes the second Cologne title in the span of two weeks by beating Schwartzman in the final yeah um on the topic of Alexander Zverev we do want to acknowledge that there's been a lot of heavy news surrounding him that has taken over the tennis world and Josephina and I obviously don't take that lightly but also we want to kind of let people digest it as they may as they are kind of sensitive topics so we 
obviously extend our support to any fans who might be feeling down and most importantly to those who have been directly affected by the stories shared today so um we'll leave it at that but as josephina said since the halloween season is upon us we want to provide some light-hearted halloween tennis content and we do hope that'll lighten some spirits so let's get started So first up, we have a really fun little kind of game conversation. It's called the Dream Haunted House Team. So basically, we have different categories, and we'll choose which players we think fit best into it and who we would want if we went through a haunted house. Right, so we have several different categories, and the first one that we're going to start out with is in our haunted house team, who would be the person who we'd want to scream for help? And we would want this scream to be loud and make sure that people can hear it so that we can get out as quickly as possible. So there are quite a few grunters on the tennis tour, so I think that might have influenced some of our decisions. Josefina, who did you pick for who you would want to scream for help on your team? I mean, I pick kind of an obvious person. I pick Serena Williams because, I mean, she is one of the loudest grunters on tour. It's part of her style. She's been known to do it since very early in her career. And it's just something that I would be able to count on if I was walking through a haunted haunted house. Yeah, I mean, if you're the GOAT, your grunt definitely can be pretty awesome. So I would say Serena's a good pick. I picked Victoria Azarenka. I think we all remember the Serena versus Azarenka match at the U.S. Open semifinals. A lot of grunting there. Um, a lot of amazing tennis there. So I would also want uh, Victoria Azarenka to be the person who would scream for help on our team. Next up. I mean, walking through a haunted house can get kind of scary, so who would lighten the spirits? Travia, who did you choose to lighten the spirits of the mood? I think this player is known as quite the jokester in the tennis world. I would pick Nick Kyrgios as the person who would lighten spirits with me on a dream haunted house tour um, or venture because, I mean, he's just a funny guy. I think he'd be able to joke about anything and I think he'd be laughing the whole time. Um, So I think he'd be someone who I'd want there to make everything feel a little less scary. I kind of had two little choices. My first one was Yannick Sinner. I mean, maybe he could make some pizza in the cauldron. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because he did that quarantine challenge over quarantine, obviously. And my second one is Iga Sviatek. I mean, they both seem really fun, and they would be super lighthearted. Since they are young, they don't really have the pressure of winning so much. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's totally lighthearted and fun with them. So also on a haunted house team, sure there are the people who are going to lighten spirits, but there's also going to be the people who will be the most scared. I would put myself in that category. Me I don't know too. about you, Josefina. But Definitely who, me too. <laughs> who would you pick um, on your team that would be the most scared? I picked Andy Murray because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he seems all tough on the outside, but I mean, we've seen over his career that he's quite the emotional guy. So I feel like his tough side would definitely slip in a haunted house. But I mean, like I said before, I'm one to talk because I would have peed my pants less than halfway through. Actually, that reminds me of another 
guy on the ATP side who'd be just like that, I think Del Potro would also fall into that category pretty nicely. But the person <laughs> who uh, the person who I picked is actually Madison Keys. I remember this because a few years ago she shared something on social media about how she saw a spider in her room and got terrified because she's scared of spiders and literally didn't know what to do. So she took a can of hairspray and just sprayed it onto the spider thinking <laughs> it would do something. And if anyone knows me, I hate bugs or spiders. And I would definitely do the same thing. So I relate with Madison Keys on that. I would also be scared. So I think she could be scared with me in the haunted house. Next up, we have... Who would be the most trustworthy person to have by your side or kind of the most intelligent one to have on your team? Yeah, I would definitely think someone who's smart is important. So I actually picked Iga Swiatek for this because she's just out of high school. We know that she really, you know, values kind of going to school and stuff. And she seems kind of like an intellectual. I don't know. I just get those vibes from her. And I would definitely trust her with stuff. But also, I think Stefano Tsitsipas just seems like a really smart and composed guy. So I think that if anything, if our group is going crazy and we need a leader to rely on, I think Stefano Tsitsipas could take care of it. So I I also have two people for this category. First up, I have Victoria Zarenka. I mean, the way she helped Kasatkina in the Roman Open, that just made her seem so trustworthy. And she's also one of the kindest people on tour. So I feel like she would be able, that would be a person that we could count on if we're in a haunted house. And the second person is Roger Federer. Because, I don't know, it's just something about being Roger Federer that I would put my life in his hands in the snap of a finger. And also, he's a really intelligent guy. I mean, he knows, like, more than four languages fluently. So he definitely has the capacity. And he's so composed. He's known for that. I don't know how I missed that. But he's one of the most composed players on tour. And that's definitely somebody that could be counted on. Yeah, those are some great picks. Our last category is tennis players are known for certain weapons sometimes. And when you're in a haunted house and, you know, something happens, you need a reliable weapon in, on your team to make sure that you can tackle any threats that come your way. So, Josefina, who would you pick that would have a an always reliable weapon on hand to be able to, you know, address any of those scary challenges? So my person is actually Nick Kyrgios. I mean, he has one of the fastest and most accurate serves on the ATP tour, so definitely someone that could use that handy. That's pretty handy for him. And he will lash out on anyone when he needs to. So definitely a good weapon to have on hand. <laughs> that is a very good pick. I have a couple of picks for this one. Um, I think we saw a lot of this at the Australian Open and at the French Open. Sophia Kennan's backhand is not a shot to mess around with. So I think she could definitely kind of steer people and steer, I don't know, ghosts or whatever in any direction she'd like with that backhand. But also, how could we forget Riley Opelka's serve? That serve can knock out pretty much anything. So I would be very confident if I had Opelka serve on my team. All right, so our next Halloween segment is where we're going to be picking some Halloween costumes for some players on the ATP and WTA tour. And actually, this idea we want to credit to um, Ashley. Uh, her Twitter handle is at LittleGnome16. She actually suggested this idea for the podcast. So shout out to Ashley for doing so. Um, and we really appreciate it because it's a pretty cool idea. So our first costume 
is going to be for the big three and Serena Williams. We're going to have them dress up as a goat because, uh, well, we don't even need to explain that because they're all the goats. I think it would be kind of funny if the big three did a triplet costume, though, with, like, each of them a different part of the goat and, like, inside of the costume. Like, you know those, like, costumes where it's, like, the mascot and, like, the head is, like, controlled by one person and the other person's in the back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like the Chinese dragon. Yes, exactly. So it would be like the big three would have to do that and cooperate with each other. I know Federer and Nadal burst They've into got laughter. that down. They've got that down. I think they can bring on Djokovic with them too. But since we do know that the rivalries between big three fans can get pretty heated at times, we're going to leave it up to you guys to decide who will be the butt end of the goat. <laughs> Serena will get her own goat though. Serena yeah, exactly. will have her own costume. She gets her solo costume because she deserves the spotlight. So next up, we have Sam Query. (laughs) This one is pretty funny. We're suggesting that he wear literally anything camouflage, since it seems hiding is his specialty, since nobody can find him still after about two weeks. That's just a really good costume. I mean, it's all about the hiding and seeking at this point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for our French Open champion, Iga Swiatek, we're going to have her dress up as Rafael Nadal. I think we kind of talked about this in our um, our previous segment just now. She seems like a really personable, funny player, so I think that she'd have a lot of fun dressing up as her ultimate favorite tennis player, Rafael Nadal. And our next one is Ashley Barty, who we would have dress up as a jar of Vegemite. I mean... She has a sponsorship with them, and I know that last year, after she won the Australian Open, they actually came out with something called Barty Mite. So, (laughs) I mean, just in Australia, Vegemite is like Nutella. I don't understand. I mean, I've tried it, and I don't understand how they eat that. But still, we would have her dressed up as that because obviously it's a big part of her nationality, and... Well, she has her own jar of it, so she could be Bartimite. And next up, we have Shabovalov and Kachanov, who we would have dressed up as Hawkeye. Like we said in our little intro skit, it's definitely possible to do that costume with dressing up as an eyeball with some feathers attached. I mean, they've both had their experience with not having Hawkeye. Shapo at the Roland Garo tournament and Karen Kachanov at <laughs> at the European Open. Yeah, I mean, it, it also, I think Kachanov could be a pretty good Karen, you know, given his first name. I think that costume would be pretty fitting for him. I could definitely but, see him in a blonde wig. I think I that think he, he would definitely kill do that. Yeah. I think he definitely I think he could pull it off. Our last person is Johanna Kanta. So if you don't know, Johanna Kanta is a huge dog lover. And it's always cute when, like, um, owners do, like, kind of paired costumes with their dogs. And if you recall, at the 2016 Brazil Open, they actually used shelter dogs to come on the court as, you know, ball dogs for one day. So I think it would be pretty adorable if she dressed up as herself or as a ball girl and her dogs could be ball dogs. 
All right, our last segment for today is going to celebrate another Halloween tradition, which is sharing scary stories. So, as you know, Josephina and I have had our fair share of weird experiences at tennis, um, and we want to share another one, which is a pretty scary story, pretty gross story um, that Josephina has to share from her experience at tennis camp last year. Yeah, so some background on it. Every end of the week on Fridays, we have Italian ices and a raffle. So, I mean, those Italian ices are pretty popular. So, I would waited in line for a while to get mine, about 15 or 20 minutes. And when I got it, I was so happy and I started digging right in. And then, like, soon after, I felt something in my mouth and I was like, what is that? That should not be in my mouth. So, <laughs> I spit it out and in my hand, what do I see? I see a toenail clipping. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty scary if you ask me. She showed it to me. It was pretty big. It was pretty disgusting and pretty darn scary. I think we were all scared to get more ICs. Yeah, exactly. But did I get seconds? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you so much for joining us, and that is Game, Set, and Match for today. If you like this episode, please let us know and stay tuned for more. We'll be providing you all the coverage on upcoming tournaments and updates on all the tea on tour. Email us at holdontoyourracket at gmail.com for any questions, and leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Hold On To Your Racket is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Hold On To Your Racket on Instagram and at H-O-T-Y-R underscore Tennis Pod on Twitter. The Paris Masters 1000 tournament kicks off next week, so stay tuned for our episodes covering all the action at the Rolex Masters. And remember, my name is Josefina. And my name is Shravya. That is, if you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't like it, please tell your friends my name is Dracula and Shravya's name is Frankenstein. Happy Halloween and see you next time.